1: Week on Fear Street, Summertime on Fear Street. We're live on Patreon. If you're listening to this later, if you want to see this live, you got to subscribe.
0: Oh, I see what you did there. I see what you did. You got bars. Little
1: little plug, little plug. There it is. (laughs) Uh, uh, But today, yeah, we're super excited to be here and we are covering
0: Prey. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Because she came out last year and we haven't talked about her yet. Also, we get to cheat because she's a prequel to the Predator series, so we don't have to go through all those Predators to get to her. (laughs) Because I don't want to. Um
1: (laughs) You know, it's a choice. Some of them are better than others.
0: It's just a very bro-heavy movie.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: It was back in a time where that was what people were paying to see. And don't get me wrong, some of the girls will get in line for that. Um, Some of everybody's will. But like for the most part, I'm just tired of watching men punch each other in aliens and being like, this is cinema.
1: Right, which we'll get to the some of the criticism of this film in a little I've bit. I've got but quotes. I, I've got thoughts. I don't have quotes because I ain't even try to do it. I ain't try to give them that much time a day, but no. girl. I,
0: I have been noticing this alarming trend because whenever women are leading something, off, of a sudden it's not horror, which is why film bros are still arguing about alien. It's a still? horror movie. It's a horror movie, but because it's the Sigourney Weaver and not George Clooney, it's not horror. It's sci-fi. Same with Nope. Um, the goalpost move. I do a talk on it, and that's why I have quotes from some critics who go, wish they hadn't wrote what they wrote. Oh.
1: Snatch. All right. Well, Sheree, let's get into this. What's your first thought on Prey?
0: I just, speaking of Alien, I love that this movie hinges on nobody believing in her until they're dead. They don't believe in her, and they don't believe her. And because of that, they died. And then I was like, oh, I see what you mean now. There is something hunting us.
1: Right, right. Everybody is dead. And, you
0: know. Have they <laughs> believed women? Maybe I'd feel bad about it.
1: Boom. I will <laughs> say, I think her brother kind of believes her. Or at least he's pretending to in a certain way. And he comes around to it. But he's still got his problem.
0: He's a special no cuz he wait until like he's sacrificing himself to be like you did help with that animal that I tried to like shit on you about. Um also you can do things because he was just gaslighting the fuck out of her with her mom and the town ta- well the village they were like you can't hunt you worthless you little bitch. And then she's like I'm not worthless. I just had bad luck and fell off a tree. I'm sorry. I was concussed.
1: <laughs> but I will say my third note for this movie he was hot. <laughs>
0: I mean, it's a lot of hot me running around, but also I was like, fight them, fight them. I wanted Amber oh, truly. to fight them. As
1: characters, absolutely. As an actor, hello, uh, Dakota Beavers. You can give me a call and we can talk.
0: Listen, you can see me in the office, <laughs> but like your characters have made some choices and we
1: fight you. <laughs> I mean, he may be fighting with his characters too. You don't know. We don't know that. But um, yeah, no, I, I did like that. And again, just fucking listen to women. It's not that difficult.
0: So many movies would be five seconds long if people just listen to women.
1: I mean, truly, it is the tale as old as time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Beauty and the fools.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Truly. But I will say, this movie, because you were talking about the series, because this is essentially a prequel or a reboot or something along those lines. This is rare though. This is a sequel slash prequel slash whatever you want to call it that far, far surpasses the original. Like I objectively, I don't hate the original predator, but like this is a, like top tier masterpiece in my like. There's not many notes that I have, if any, I don't think there is any, but you know, there might be one
0: or two. Which is rare. Cause normally the more you return to something, the worse it gets. Yes. Especially if you didn't go back into a prequel after like decades of mid-sequels.
1: But I think that that kind of helps it though, right? I think that the fact that they saw people trying to regurgitate the same shit we already saw in the first movie and it never being as successful nor as good as the first one they were like, okay, we have to rethink this from, like, the ground up. It has to be a completely different idea. Not completely different, but you know what I mean, like a, a new twist. And this is this is essentially what it was, is, you know, taking this idea of the character of Predator and putting it in a completely different at- area, environment, all that stuff.
0: I think it also goes back to, like, the mission of our podcast, and that, like, we watch these movies, but the shit was never okay to have all white cast, and, like, brown people as stereotypes who are sidekicks. And so like, when you when you include the people, <laughs> you let the women have agency, it feels new and exciting. And people don't just roll their eyes and be like another fucking predator. And so they're like, I'm gonna give it a try. And like, to be fair, a lot of like the dudes that I was like worried about from Clubhouse were like, I like it. because so I was like, oh no, here they come. And they're like, no, I like it. I've like, watched it four times this weekend. I'm like, yes, yes. Because, again, even on some level, they know. Like, the people with the privilege are also like, I do see myself in this movie, you fucking lot. And right. so, look, like, it's a whole new world now to go into another Disney movie. A whole new
1: world. <laughs> um,
0: because Amber Thunder is a fucking beast. And, like,
1: absolutely.
0: there's no way this role would have gone to her like, even two years ago. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> right. And, oh, no, absolutely. I mean, this entire cast is pretty much, I'm pretty sure all, or at least mostly cast correct like in the correct uh it race seems like
0: whatever. it I, every time i say it, they did it finally somebody steps out and is like i was in brown face but like i will say right. everybody i'm aware of who was supposed to be native was native everybody yes. who I supposed to not be native was not native
1: and i do love her i was the first introduced to her on this new roswell reboot reboot they did she's in that and she is fantastic in that as well better than lead if you ask me but that's Ooh. neither here nor there i still like the show
0: I want to say that's where Michelle Prada is too, but it might be Riverdale. I don't, I know it's one of those CW things I'm not watching.
1: Yeah, it could be that. I don't know the name of the lead. It's not bad. I just think that anyway,
0: if it was Michelle Prada, she would she wouldn't be the lead. Cause she's a fierce ass actor. Um, She might yeah. be on Riverdale actually. Cause again, like all CW shows are one unless I have a friend writing on it. And then I'm like, <laughs> Oh, this is what my friend writes on. And so I like that one sticks out to me.
1: Right. But I, and I want to say too, I just looked this up. The director of this film, Dan Tra- Trachtenberg, Trachtenberg. All, also what? How do you, how do you pronounce it?
0: Trachtenberg, like Michelle Trachtenberg.
1: Uh, also directed "Ted Cloverfield Lane." Also directed an episode of "The Boys." Also directed an episode of "Black Mirror." So I'm like, okay, I'm here for this resume.
0: Listen, I love most of those things. Um, yeah, but I I also think it's just. I think it's really cool because, like, I'm always like, "Why are men here? Why are white men here?" And I assume Dan is white because, like, that's just the odds are always in my favor when I assume. Um, yeah, it looks, <laughs> um, it
1: looks as that, it looks that way.
0: Plus the last name, because again, my only other attractive work is Michelle, so like, what are the odds? Um, and so I, I think it's cool that we have something that can be done by somebody, and you just like fucking knocked it out of the park instead of being like, "How can I center white people? How can I make this longer?" How can I make her rescuable? Because like those fights with the scripts go on and on and on until like it's nothing what people want it, nobody asked for it and it's like oh no this shit show.
1: Right, I mean truly, she and maybe her brother, but you don't really even see her brother do it. She's the only one that kicks ass in this movie. She's the only one with like a legit fight scene where she's holding her own. Like everyone else is getting their ass beat.
0: <laughs> which is why I thought it was ironic that this open sexism that was on display with these reviews came out. Ha ha. Ha ha. Let me do a little pre-warn. <clears throat> so, we all know Ernest Schwarzenegger did the very first Predator, and we had sequels, and it was men galore. And like a fucking gym. Everybody's braided out, and they're punching aliens, and they're running through different terrains, and nobody's ever been like, I don't think we should call this horror. I don't think we should call it horror sci-fi. I think we need to make it something else. I think he's a Disney prince. However, this badass bitch shows up, and if you look at Rotten Tomatoes from the reviews, all the negative ones have men who are crying about how she's a Disney princess, which I don't get. Let me read you some.
1: <laughs>
0: Quote, Naru possesses many of the personality traits one associates with a Disney princess, ultimately. David Nusserre in real film reviews. Quote, Naru is given that familiar Disney style, I want to be taken seriously, like the boys trope says Steve Murray at Arts ATL, And the last one I'm going to read this time, the last, this is the third one, but like, again, go to Rotten Tomatoes. All the men are just there being like, I'm a dick, but here's the third one. <laughs> some of this, okay, no, that was me. Wow, I was just in it. Sorry, nope, I'm just, we don't edit these. So that was me. I <laughs> I didn't copy a t- quote. I copied some of me and my rant that I shared with the babies, um, but I had multiples and I don't know why I didn't do that. Um... <laughs> But no, these fools were like Disney princess, Disney princess, Disney princess, which I guess is their new insult because they can't just be like, I hate fucking women.
1: (laughs) And also only Disney princesses want to be like, like the boys like that. What? That trope doesn't even exist. Like, yeah, that happens in Disney films a lot, but that's not Disney films are not the only films that do that.
0: Here's my thing. We have never had a Disney princess so fucking cool. If we had, I wouldn't have been shooting on Disney as a child. Let's be honest. They were not fighting things. They were not trying to get their honor. They were like, I want the men to see me.
1: Well, it also, like, trying, I feel like she wasn't trying to be one of the boys. She was no. trying to be a hunter. Hunters aren't boys or girls. Hunters are hunters. So, like, to say she was trying to be one of the boys, typically in this society, were mostly men doing the hunting? Sure. But that doesn't mean she was trying to be one of the boys. She was trying to be a, hunter that's a girl like i
0: the dudes were just dudeing because like whenever a critic happens to be oh, a dude and he gets onto the internet it's the worst thing that ever happen right. like we had a full, not even two weeks ago at the new york times which has gone down to the potty years ago um at the new york times it's like this little mermaid ain't kinky enough and i'm like do you get turned on in the frozen <laughs> fish aisle in your grocery store or are well, you at like the get... red lobster being a problem good sir
1: if you get turned on watching any version of The Little Mermaid, you have a problem, sir. Listen, like, it, it the, 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 the seeing of a girl in a bra is like, ooh.
0: <laughs> it made me think of that fool last year for whatever the movie was. I don't know the cartoons because I don't do those. But like he was like, there's no sex in these cartoons anymore. And I'm just like, what cartoons were you watching and why do you want the little eight-year-olds to watch sex with you, an adult in the theater?
1: Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that like adult swim type cartoons are still all over the internet. If you want to go out there and watch them, like, hit, like you know what I'm talking about. Not even adult swim, but like adult swim.
0: <laughs> the fact that these grown ass men are saying that real outlets, probably both the same New York Times, <laughs> um, and saying this kind of weird ass shit, there's no way in it. Can you imagine if I turned on a spirit Halloween review to Mary Beth and Josh? <laughs> Can you imagine if my review was like, Spirit Halloween was fine, but nobody got it on, and so I, I can't support it. There Spirit was no fucking.
1: I need more fucking in my Spirit Halloween,
0: right? Like if you ain't fucking, is that a Spirit Halloween? They would have. They would have been like, no. Also, immediate phone call. We're firing you as any of the authorities.
1: <laughs> <laughs> as they should. Bridge. But- to,
0: what is that bridge to whatever the hollow start? start. Yeah. No, like it's the one that came out last year with McGraw. Oh, from-
1: oh. oh. The one with Kelly Rowland. And-
0: yeah. I oh, watched sad. it once and I don't know. It was the name cute. Of it
1: was a good time. I didn't love it, but it was cute. Kelly Rowland like, was fun.
0: I don't like children's movies. I just watched it because like she was there and I want to support her. I'm Googling it right now because like now it's going to haunt me. Bridge hollow? Something hollow. I keep wanting to say star hollow because I'm a Gilmore bitch. <laughs> and that's not right. <laughs> what if I just Google Priya's name? How about that? Priya Ferguson. <laughs> Bridge to... Oh, the curse of Bridge Hollow. That's what the I was The Curse doing.
1: of Bridge Hollow.
0: Like, can you imagine that I've been like, hey, yo, Mary Beth Josh, I got this thing. Um, Curse to Bridge Hollow. It wasn't a fucking the way in front of got
1: Kelly Rowland didn't get it on one time.
0: She was too <laughs> buttoned up. Like in my day, the children's movies, <laughs> the cheeks are clapping. Like, I, I just, just
1: what is and go- and 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 they're the probably the same ones being like, we've gotta watch them queer folks. They're they're indoctrinating our children.
0: Meanwhile, they're over here like, where's the porno in at? At a fucking Disney movie? In
1: a Little Mermaid.
0: <laughs> Listen, and that's why if I were in charge of anything, I would not be hiring any more white male reviewers. <laughs> their time is done.
1: And yeah, they, they pay their, pay their time. <laughs> they Listen, do their time.
0: I'm gonna start asking for compensation every time I read one of their reviews. <laughs> I'm just gonna be like, here's my Venmo <laughs> for the hardship.
1: So, right, so this was my like I think third or fourth time watching this movie, and every time I don't know if I just forget or if it there's I just watch too much shit. That's what that's what really what the answer is here, but I forget how gorgeous this film is. The, the cinematography, the way it's shot, the just the images that it uses is absolutely breathtaking. Even with the fucking alien creature in the middle of it, which I don't think any of the other Predators, including the first one, ever got right. This movie should have been nominated, at least nominated, for some cinematography awards. Yet here we are, because we were... A, we refused to acknowledge the merit of any horror film. B especially a horror film that has it's full of brown folks so i just
0: and a woman lead oh no shut it down
1: (laughs) it this film though is good like some of those shots at the beginning of this movie are absolutely breathtaking like the scenery i would frame it put on my wall
0: that was my next note as well is that this is a gorgeous movie like it's probably the most gorgeous movie that came out last year and as we know i like a lot of movies came out last year but like, none of them are like looking this gu- beautiful. I'm saying beautiful. I don't know what beautiful is. I'm not even drinking right now. And I'm like, beautiful. Um,
1: it's so beautiful, y'all. It's, it's so, so beautiful.
0: beautiful. I, I'm crying. <laughs> it's a beauty. Um, <laughs> was, but nothing was this beautiful. Like This this felt like art. This felt like it art. It felt
1: like the visuals of this film felt like something that would have been nominated for Oscars. I'm not kidding. Like It felt like an Oscar film in the cinematography world. Like Absolutely, hands down, 100%.
0: Unfortunately, Oscar's so white, though. And so. Yeah, if
1: this were fucking Dancing with Wolves, it'd be dominated for something. But here we are.
0: Listen, <laughs> I, I think another reason why fucks with this movie so hard is because for the longest time, Native Americans have only shown up as the villain, as, like, your known racists like John Wayne and Clint Eastwood come to clear the town of them. And I'm like, whoa, 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 colonizers. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't, you use reimagining the history for Hollywood for how many decades, you fools?
1: Yes, absolutely. A or they're either the villain or they're like the the people we have to help. We must help the savages. Stupid bullshit. That
0: missionary work shit. It always sends me because it's like, let's go teach the savages how to live. And right. like, I like, they've been hate
1: living that. for centuries, I, forever.
0: I, you cannot come in and steal somebody's home and start calling them savages. But that's that's the cacacity of it. That's the cacassity.
1: <laughs> I will also say, watching those fucking French colonizers get killed was so... I just... I loved it. Especially the dude that shot himself. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! Because at least, like, even the native folks that got killed by the alien, they were trying. They were putting forth a decent fight, some of them. Or they just didn't know what the fuck was happening. These white men could not get their shit together to save their lives. Like... (laughs)
0: I, I think that this movie definitely is the opposite coin of Barbarian and where um, <laughs> the male delusion of being, like, the most important person in the room got a bunch of people murdered. Um, <laughs> um, And with Barbarian, that also happened, but she kept trying to save them, and she got her own self broken up a little bit.
1: And, I mean, she wasn't... I, you know, this girl... I forget her name. What's
0: character?
1: Naru. Naru. That's a a a sushi place here in Conway. Anyway, uh,
0: (laughs) we have to unpack that. But also, it is Arkansas.
1: (laughs) It is Arkansas. Not ask too many questions, right? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, I think she was genuinely trying to save her her um, villagers, but like, just no one was listening to her. Like, even her her even her mother was kind of pretty much dismissive of her until she got back and she's like ah oh, shit she fucking did it he did and she did it
0: Listen, everybody was coming for this bitch everybody they're like you can't hunt just like learn how to make medicine bitch and she's like no i think that it's a skill and if i get time to practice and y'all get out of my shit i could do it but literally every day all day you ain't shit you can't do it give up give up give up give up and she's out there trying to practice in the corner and like give up give up give up and then like once the alien gets them all out of there they're like oh no she's our only hope and i'm like yeah bitches yeah
1: and I didn't understand the... Well, it's not that I didn't understand it. It happens all the time. But, like, the dismissive nature of her medical knowledge or her medicinal knowledge. Her brother even came to her aid in this in this part when he's like, no, if we find... When they're first going out to look for the dude that was attacked by the lion, um, he was like... Because all the other guys like, she can't go with us, bro. No, bro. Uh, they didn't say bro, but... uh <laughs>
0: Basically,
1: though. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> the 1791 version, okay? Yeah. Um, and he was like, yeah, if we find him alive, we're going to need to know medicine to keep him alive to get him back to the village. So, like, it makes sense to take her with us, shut the fuck up, and sit down.
0: <laughs> Listen, those are your options. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yes. I also want to point out, because one of my favorite things about this movie is... This is an action-oriented horror film, horror sci-fi flick, with lots of fight scenes and gore. But none of the gore is excessive to the point that it's gross.
0: Listen, like what that predator does to that wolf um, is a little bit... The and animals the got snake. the most
1: of, the, of the nastiest.
0: The snake. I don't the do snake. snakes, and so that was a lot for me. <laughs>
1: When it was like, brr, I was around. like, we need to
0: move this along. Let's get back to the other story.
1: <laughs> that was the grossest part, but it was only like two seconds. But like, their limbs were getting chopped off and like, it was never like super, like...
0: It wasn't it, Tarantino.
1: It, right, absolutely. Or if this were like a war film, like a Saving Private Ryan, like we would have seen fingers flying in the wind and, you know, penises, I don't know what.
0: I love fingers flying. <laughs> It makes me want to find something for the penises that start with a P now because the alliteration just makes me happy.
1: <laughs> fingers flying. The flying fingers. That's going to be, that should be a chicken finger restaurant.
0: No. Um, <laughs> if you can remember it, we can maybe get it for a title in a day where we are using titles again because it's summer. And so we're all like, this is well, a live, bitch. We're just, we're just
1: drinking and having a good time. You know, here we this, are. This
0: is just a kiki. This is not, I am not going to show up <laughs> and a edit it's something. A kiki, I'm gonna see y'all in the main season. Um, (laughs) Another thing I really, really liked about this experience is that it hit Hulu so we could all see it. Whereas people were bitching because they wanted to see it in theaters. And I'm just like, COVID is still very much real. So a lot of people are not comfortable going to theaters. A lot of people shouldn't be going to theaters because they're high risk for COVID. Um, Also, it's still expensive. People act like people have money. None of us have money, y'all. We're all fucking struggling. If you're right. not struggling, you're probably a billionaire. We should eat you. Um, <laughs> that's yeah. where I'm at.
1: <laughs> and I'm hungry, bitch. Uh, Listen,
0: and I also know for a fact, had it gone to theaters, so many white people who ended up liking it wouldn't have seen it. Right. Well, they and I would say house.
1: too.
0: Well, and I was on Netflix.
1: Right. And I will say, I wouldn't mind like a theatrical re release now that it's a little bit safer, you know, a little bit. Um... I wouldn't mind to watch it on the big screen. I think it'd be a great film to watch. But yeah, I agree with you at the time, especially it wasn't the right time for that. And this definitely got it to more eyeballs than it might've seen in the theater, especially being like a prequel of a a franchise that we hadn't seen a lot of. And honestly, like, I don't remember hearing a ton of like PR about it before it came out. Like I knew it was happening and like little things here and there, but it wasn't like a Scream 6 PR push or a Little Mermaid PR push or a, you know
0: because because she's a Native American um, and she's in charge of the movie and so therefore we can't talk about it. We can say we did pass us in the back and expected to not make any money and not believe in it. Uh, much like her family in her village didn't believe in her. <laughs> Neither did the box office. Real um, world
1: connection.
0: Listen, but I think that a lot of the a lot of the people who were set to hate it were like. It's on TV, so I'm gonna hate watch it because it's not on a Schwarzenegger. In my day, only men got to fight aliens. That's a man's job. And they hit play, and they're like, "Oh shit, I'm actually enjoying it." <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> How dare they sneak one in? This is the agenda all along.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely.
0: So yeah, I I am always happy when the things hit streamers because we pay for streamers. And we can't always be paying to, like, get lifts and go to theaters. And also, that's an old, that's just an old, outdated idea. I love a big screen. I would love to see some Josh Rebens on a big screen, because that's one of the things COVID took for me. But at the end of the day, I can't afford these movies. And also, these movies keep getting longer and longer. And also, like, the amount of people who don't understand how to distance in a theater. Because even at the Alamo Draft House, you reserve your seat, and then you show up as pulls the seat next to you in an empty theater. And I'm like, Why?
1: Right, Yeah, I, I do think movie theaters and theater in general, whether, whether it's film, theater, f- music, whatever, performance art or live, anything, it's going to have to rethink the way it does business in the new world because of COVID changed the fucking world. Uh, I will always love going to the movies, but yeah, I don't think it should be the only option for people.
0: I love going to the movies, but I can never afford it. Like most of the time, in even like college, I had to like wait until I had the dollars.
1: Oh, truly, truly. It's, it is too expensive, but it's also, you know, it, yeah, it, yeah, it's just too expensive.
0: And trying to get movies you want to see in a theater near you because it's always limited. Um, And so like you can get it in New York and California, but us in the middle are just like, where'd that movie go with black people I wanted to see? And it's like, fuck you, bitch. And so right. you find out about it when it's like on somebody streaming like that looks familiar. That's the movie I was waiting for all those years ago about black girls with superpowers. Oh, it did happen.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well it it it's just the entertainment business or industry is just gonna have to rethink the way they do shit. Or it's or you know, sink or swim essentially. I don't think it'll ever go away because I think people love to be entertained and it won't that won't change. I mean, as Doc J always said the oldest profession in the world is an entertainer. Like,
0: <laughs>
1: Listen, I,
0: I do think that, like, all of these current strikes, because, like, we're definitely recording this um, while the WJ is in, on strike and while SAG is about to join the strike, it looks very much likely. The directors, of course, are like, we made a deal, fuck y'all. But, like, how are you gonna direct when you ain't got no scripts and you got no actors? And I think this is coming from. The business becoming more of a business because, like, back in the olden days, people were like, I'm making art, I'm figuring this shit out. And we have a couple of people that still want to make art, but for the most part, it's execs being like, No, don't do this, no, do this. And so, they, of course, they're like, AI can write these. I'm like, AI can't write it. And Fuck they're not that. looking at, they don't look at story, which is why people always bitch about how TV is getting stupider. And it's because like execs are stepping in and being like, No, Do it this way. No, if they fight, her hair has to be down. No. (laughs) And all these other, like, just really asinine ideas that execs are coming in with. And they don't want things that are, like, complex. They want it to be, like, for the kindergartners because they can't understand complexity. And so it's like, make sure the emotions are there. Here's a page about emotions. And I'm like, fuck that shit. If, If people don't know how to pick up the emotions as actors and directors, what are we doing if I have to write it down for them?
1: Right. That's wild to know. I didn't know all that, but like art and business have always had a not has always had a rough relationship. The relationship between the artist and the art and the business side and trying to like capitalism. Right. Uh, and so I get that struggle on an artist level. Fuck producers. Fuck industry execs like get the fuck out the movie you don't know what's good in this movie you don't know i know there's like i'm sure there's some film bros be like, well this one time well actually this one shot was da-da-da-da. i don't give a fuck that film was probably just as fine without that one shot that they did which is probably a cool shot sure but like if you want to do the shot be a film director I, or writer or something
0: i have always said the best way to be an ally is to open your wallet and shut your mouth. Therefore, if you're a producer and you're pretending you want more stories uh, from diverse people and all these other groups and stuff, you need to open your wallet and shut your mouth. Because what we're getting is people opening their wallet and being like, you know what'd be cool for they slash them. And they don't get to say what's cool for they slash them.
1: And I will say there we have, we've even spoken to at least one producer on here that seems cool and supportive of his art, of the art he is producing. And the director. And if you're gonna go that route and be there to be an assistant, essentially, great. But if you're overstepping, sit down.
0: Like I saw at the end of the day, if you are serious, when you're like I'm a producer that wants to produce these kind of stories, you are literally there to open your wallet and assist. You are literally there to be like, these are the things you need. Here's how I can get them to you. Here's the people you need to talk to. Right. We- those dots for you you are not there to be like how can i center myself in your story
1: yeah let me make sure you have hotel rooms for your art for your uh your talent let me make yeah. sure that you have the the settings that you want to that you want to film at make sure you got all the paperwork and all that shit
0: picking up on things people forget like colorists and like sound mixers and stuff like that that is what you're doing you're not there to be like i need to leave my fingerprints on it Say, no, it's a blood project you're not there for that
1: Cause generally it backfires. Half half the time. How many times, Sheree, have we talked about a movie and been like, oh, it was great, except this one choice that made it awful. And we've later found out, oh, it's because a producer was there and told the director or writer or actors how to do something?
0: We've seen so many movies from so many people and we know they know better. And so like all we can do is assume that there's some <laughs> executive interference, um, right. or some producer interference. Because again, like sometimes when you take somebody's money. They feel like they are entitled to ask for things that you have to give them, which I hate that whole attitude of I've done something for you. So you must do something for me. Like that's, that's bullshit.
1: Right. Right.
0: That's not how good art gets made. Obviously.
1: Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I. Yeah. Yeah. It's so frustrating, but I do like that there, I feel like there are some more indie, art being made, films being made that do have that um, freedom and an ability to do that art. You know, I'm thinking of like a Josh Rubin film or uh, 1BR or, you know, some of those lower budget films that are really doing that. It's just, I I don't don't know what's going to happen to big budget films and big budget television because they seem to can't get their shit together because i feel like there's a writer's strike almost every decade
0: listen as somebody's been trying break in i <laughs> i'm looking at it and there's no winning for those of us who didn't get our foot in the door because like we got our foot in the door and we didn't get paid so we had to steal food from netflix's kitchen or we didn't get our foot in the door so we gotta wait until like things are negotiated for a living wage a living wage not even like decadence but like right you might want some benefits and then maybe have a house someday
1: Right. And don't even get me started on Netflix. Okay, they make a fuck ton of money. A fuck ton of fucking money. Like, for one, I had to go down on my... Because I was paying like 12 bucks a month. And I was like, girl, you're not max. Sit down. For for no commercials and like no. whatever the plan I was on that they switched me to when they added these new tiers or whatever,
0: yeah,
1: no, it was like eleven ninety nine. I was like, girl, I'm not paying that. And so I went down to the lowest one, which has ads. I I'm one of the few people I don't mind an ad, fine, whatever. But like then I realized today that they fucking locked me out of content because I'm not paying them the most money. Yeah, I can't. I went to go. What did I go to watch? Uh, Missing. I went to go watch Missing, and it's locked. I can't watch it. Unless I go up to the next tier.
0: Can we talk about how those are the same bitches who defended Dave Chappelle's right to be transphobic?
1: Girl, I have like this. Cl- if I didn't, if there weren't like shows on Netflix that I absolutely love from my past that I'm nostalgic about that I want to binge all the time. I would be canceling my Netflix subscription. But, like, I have to be able to watch the 100. I have to be able to watch.
0: You might I just to need to buy the season. I need to <laughs> buy the series
1: on DVD so I can I get the fuck out of it. You're
0: a physical but- media girl anyway. You might just want to go and get that on Blu-ray and break <laughs> up with Netflix because, like, if they're locking you out of it anyways, do you, do you know if you can watch it again right now, or <laughs> do you have to like upgrade? Oh, I
1: can though. The, sh- the the shows I'm binging right now, I can watch. But like, I think it's a lot of their newer stuff, like the newer movies that they're getting. They're locking people. They're locking their lower tiers out of.
0: That's some bullshit. Yeah, because um, I was
1: going to watch Missing this afternoon with one of my classes, and it wouldn't let me do it. It said you have to pick a a Atlas uh, whatever to do this. Them bitches. I'm just like you know. Other companies don't have to do this. Like, um, uh, what's that one we use all the time that we love? Uh, that has ads, but it's free.
0: We breaking up with Tubi. I have not caught you up. Apparently.
1: Oh, oops. Okay. Well, anyways, there are this other ones free Fox
0: now, or they're in bed with Fox. I forget. Brother Google did a whole video, but like, oh. apparently, um, Fox Money is cycling through there now, and that explains why some of the ads are so conservative.
1: It's been, I only watch it for this stuff. But okay, but like Freebie does it through like Prime. There's other companies that fucking do it. Okay.
0: Yeah. Pluto TV is out there. Crackle's out there. Redbox is out there. Voodoo has a bunch of free horror movies at all times. Like, we don't, I feel like Netflix thinks she's so special and she's not because everybody's doing it now. Everybody's streaming. Everybody's streaming.
1: Right. (laughs) I get Paramount Plus for like five bucks a month same thing with peacock for like 5 bucks a month and they give me the content that i think is a decent amount of content for 5 bucks a month
0: like <laughs> listen and like if you if you're a horror fan and you give shudder the $60 a year they have a lot of stuff they have a lot oh, of absolutely. stuff do i love absolutely. everything no. no but like do i get the impression that 98 maybe 99% of it is people who are doing what the fuck they want yes
1: Right, and and like I told you, I am not the person that's like fuck you. You put ads in this. I don't hate an ad. It's it's typically they're like a minute and a half. Like that's half of what it was on cable. So like I don't hate an ad. It's it is what it is. I could be on my on my switch, or that's the time when I go refill my beverage. Like okay, whatever. But it's when you force people into make paying you more money to watch your content. That's bullshit to me. But anyway. Especially-
0: Especially when you're jacking up prices again during a strike where it's been out and you don't pay your writers and you have billions of dollars. This is like those restaurants. This is like those restaurants that are like, we can't pay our servers a living wage so we're going to add random gratuity charges to your tickets. And I'm like, how about you just pay them a living wage and let me tip them, what I was going to tip them anyways, which was probably more than what you added in here. You're not going to do all this extra fucking math. Um. I don't know.
1: Because, oh, yeah, like, if you pay people, they will do good work, which will get them at least decent tips. Like, I understand the idea of tipping should be like, oh, you did a really good job. I'm going to give you an extra little bit of money. But, like, they're also not getting paid to the right amount, period. Like, no one is, to be real. But, like... Especially serving staff.
0: <laughs> Listen, because I I can't do math, so it's easier for me to overtip than to like try and figure out the math. And so that's what I do when I go out, which I don't right. anymore because poor and right. pandemic, the P and P, if you will. Um, and so I, <laughs> <laughs> when I was like, "What do you mean you've added like twenty percent to my check so you can pay the people, but you're not paying them?" That right. feels like a you not managing problem, not a me as a <laughs> customer problem.
1: <laughs> Right. And as someone who does not do math either, I do appreciate the, the tickets that will be like, okay, 15% is this much, 20% is this much, 25 and I'm like, thank you for doing the math for me. I can go, I can take it from here. <laughs> I
0: love those. But I, when I was looking at those, I was like, y'all definitely have added in all this other shit instead of just paying people a living wage. Like, right. wh- wh- I remember the first time I found out that servers make less than minimum wage because they rely on tips and that's just accepted in the society and like, are you fucking serious?
1: It's also wild to me, because I got in a Facebook argument, imagine this. Not you! Not me! No. (laughs) Never! I'm the villain. I'm not the villain, no, in this one. But um, (laughs) I got in a Facebook argument with people about tipping. And it's just like they don't understand that also it's fucking them over. Because absolutely you shouldn't feel like you have to tip someone. That should be about rewarding good service. Absolutely. I am with them 100%. But at the end of the day that's not the world we live in <laughs> it's not the world we live in and so you should be tipping and if you don't like that maybe you need to change the system because yeah it's fucking you you're having to pay more money because yeah sure you have to tip but like you have to tip because they have to you're paying for the service that they're giving you if you pay if you get a blow job from a sex worker you have to pay them i'm sorry
0: You'd be well, surprised if something didn't get away That's with.
1: true. I shouldn't uh, use that. Yeah, people I are just, bullshit, I,
0: the, it's, it's again, it's classes and it's the need to look down on them. people. That is society's priority at all times. Because yeah. they're just like, I'm going to withhold this tip because you didn't laugh at my jokes. Or I'm going to withhold this tip because she didn't smile. I think women should smile. Even it's though you brought people. their
1: food on time, you refilled their beverages, you served them hand and foot, but you didn't do X in this moment.
0: No cuz like it's the same kind of assholery that are some of the like reviews that go around on Apple Podcasts for some of us and our friends actually because some of those reviews are like I would have given it five stars but like I don't like the laugh of, that of one of the hosts or I would have given it five stars but they said um too many times bitches these are free podcasts do you want free podcasts
1: right and yeah people just like to be assholes and I think that that's some of my biggest complaints about like Capitalism, or even like uh, libertarianism, is that they innately think that people are good. And I do think people can be good. Don't get me wrong. I I have seen some great people in this world. Um, But I don't think that on the vast majority of people are innately good. I just don't. I think people are selfish. People will always look out for themselves, number one, which is not a bad thing. Like, don't get me wrong. I do the same shit. I'm not talking, I'm not like looking down on that. But We have to construct our society to help the lowest of us to help them live. And that's, you know, I don't, it just, I I think
0: looking out for, I think looking out for just ourselves is how we end up in a lot of the problems that we end up in in society. Like, for instance, how people refuse to put on fucking masks and wash their hands because they wanted their rights to be looked after while everybody else was like getting their cough, cough from them and dying. Um, I think that it also is part of the reason why we've never moved forward in like some of this racism shit because like the people in power are like, but I'm benefiting, so why should I try to understand and change it? Yeah. Um, it's part of the reason why old girl shot herself in the foot over the title of her podcast um, because she's like, I'm the most special. I'm the most valuable. You should right. all buckle down. And well, we were all like, no, there's 9,000 of us and no. Yeah. Good day. And,
1: right. And you've got like, people just don't want to get rid of their uh, privilege of course and that's why all, all this shit's still here that's why the patriarchy's still in power that's why we're seeing all these attacks against drag queens and trans folks that's why racism is still such a bit you know they're they're uh, banning fucking black history in the fucking schools like
0: like they because, begin with well they were like those two <laughs> days of every millennium no longer exist, <laughs> I was like, "Well, I guess the kids will keep up going to the internet like we all did." <laughs> like I,
1: true. Anyway, uh, so back to Bray. <laughs> 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 you been down so many rabbit holes, y'all. But this movie it brings out the stuff because there should be more movies like this being made, and I think that's what's so frustrating is that, I, and I think that if typically big uh production executives um would step out of the way and these production executives vastly not all of them of course there are your jordan peels out there but vastly are straight white cis men and and able-bodied let's be real Mm -hmm. and if they would step out of the fucking way we would have more masterpieces like Prey.
0: Literally, this is one of the handful of indigenous horror movies I can think of. Um, and that is that is sad because like I yell a lot about how I don't see myself in horror. But like when I have to look around and be like, and then here's another group who has it even worse than me. <laughs> like in the year 2023 of our Lord Tierra Whack. I'm like, and they got it even worse.
1: Yeah, it's um, sad that before 2022 the best thing i think uh, i i'm going off on my drunk brain right now y'all but they could be like well we were in the the uh the poltergeist franchise <laughs> it's like i mean they talked about you i guess and the second one there is a native actor character but like it's a choice yes. no, <laughs> all but, but and like, i talked about it all <laughs>
0: but but like when you think about indigenous leads in horror movies it's like this black quantum- that's not her I can quantum. I know that there's like two more out there that I'm forgetting, and I know those two are out there because I found them when we were doing like our Women's History Month. Um, and I was like, no, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it.
1: So now we're to four.
0: Yes. <laughs> Catch the bear. One is a thriller. I'm gonna let it in just because, again, literally, like the fact that we have such low representation. <laughs> um, for. People who are descendants of the people that this land was fucking stolen from. You won't right. let them make a movie though. The cacacity. The cacacity is what the kills cacacity.
1: me. And I do what, but I, oh, and you have this note too. Sorry, I just want to, I'm going to pull one of your notes off. I do love that they gave us the native version of this, like the the Comanche, Comanche. Uh, uh, language version of yeah. this film, which I think is incredible. I haven't watched it because I, I guess like you can do it on subtitles. I should watch it with subtitles. I'm an idiot. I was like, I won't understand what they're saying, but of course they're going to have <laughs> fucking subtitles. I'm an idiot. I'm going to drink it some more.
0: <laughs> no, I think that is amazing because like, I, I don't even know if I've ever heard Comanche before. I know that in some of the movies where they let, people speak i i don't know if they did the research to know what they were giving them and i also don't remember what tribes and things because like again it's so far and few between where you get to see actual indigenous people on screen for the longest time it was just like actors in brown face like a decade ago this would have been j-lo
1: dancing with wolves
0: um kevin Costner. but yeah like a decade ago they would have been like j-lo come play naru
1: yeah they would have been like halle berry come on j-lo come on
0: listen listen it's just like are you cw brown well then you can probably do
1: this (laughs) truly i mean i I laugh but it's i laugh out of frustration and sadness because i can't do anything else but frustration
0: uh, and sadness (laughs) i (laughs) tell us all the time when you live in america (laughs) Uh,
1: um, yeah I, i yeah but and i also i also did like that even in the english version they still use some of the comanche uh language because there's there's moments when they're speaking in uh languages that I don't understand. I'm assuming it's Comanche. I don't know what else it would be. And there are times when they're speaking in English. It's generally, I think if I'm remembering correctly, I just watched this today, I should remember. But I think it's when they're talking like in the very beginning, just to kind of set the tone and then in the towards the end, I think that they do. But um uh, either way, I think it's incredible and I want to see more of it.
0: I, I liked that because, again, like we, I would have lived with the Comanche and then had an English dub because I'm that bitch. Like, literally, <laughs> I would have been like, this is my movie. Um, you can go hear it how you want to hear it whenever else later. Because, like, I'm tired of people catering to Americans that don't want to learn. I say that somebody who keeps starting, stopping, learning Spanish um, I feel like if we don't want to learn another language, because that is our privilege and our prerogative, apparently, because, like, so many other kids who come here have to learn, like, two, three languages, and people right. tell them that they're stupid because their English is broken, because white people. Um, and so, like, I feel like the least we could do is have to be, like, I don't know what they're saying, but I have to follow context clues and pay attention. It's part of the reason uh, I love Vita to go back to Michelle Prada, because, like, they were... When they start speaking Spanish, you had to go off context clues. I'm like, she called her a cunt. Because that's the face I make when I call somebody a cunt. And so (laughs) I feel censored in this. What?
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, I I agree. I do like that they gave the English version because you know there's going to be people that wouldn't watch it because I don't want to read while I watch a movie, you know. So I like that this was there just to be like, okay, you dumbasses. We will spoon feed it to you in your own language. That if a, you need that but like i that was,
0: yeah that was a real tweet i saw out in the wild is somebody who was like this was a good movie aside from the subtitles so i couldn't give it five stars because subtitles i'm like
1: that's why
0: you so they they didn't speak in your language and so therefore you took points away
1: could you imagine if any other country people did that I just the uh, the cockacity,
0: the audacity,
1: cockacity, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. They're picking um, it up
0: at the Costco apparently, because it's in bulk. It's <laughs> just right I, down the
1: road with the Walmart.
0: Listen, we need ninety nine pounds of caucasity. Step. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. All right, Shrey, are you ready for hot takes?
0: Let's get spicy.
1: Let's get spicy. And it's been our, what a song in our musical let's get, get spicy, spicy. Um, <laughs> What's <your hot> <laughs>
0: um, so this is the first Predator movie that I rewatched on purpose and that's because it's the best send tweet agreed mm-hmm.
1: I haven't watched the other ones in like Twenty years, I'm... I
0: don't need to. again. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger had a special place and purpose as we were kids. We were watching those like old joints. I know Terminator is burned into my brain. Right. I know him punching so many different things is burned into my brain. Twins, right. all of that. That we don't need to go back for.
1: And in a, in a political world where we're at today, I miss the days where Arnold Schwarzenegger was the person I was like Arnold.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back there. <laughs> I, that's sad too
1: because i was not happy that either but like
0: i was never yeah. happy but there was a time and kids today don't know there was a time before where you had to assume some actors were assholes because you could see their interviews on tv so you assumed but you didn't have proof and nowadays you can go to james wood's twitter account and just be like he really is an asshole oh, no. i blocked him I'm he doesn't know sure. i exist but i blocked him so i started popping up in my newsfeed when people were dragging him like I'm like can you be quietly <laughs> racist somewhere else away from me Mr. Woods.
1: No, I'm not shocked. That's not He shocking.
0: always had asshole energy, like big asshole energy.
1: Right, right. All right, so my hot take is along with your uh, quotes from criticisms that you had read. One of my more fr- this is a frustrating critique of anything that's female led especially it's usually used against black and brown females but it's used against all women in general. The idea of the quote-unquote Mary Sue is bullshit. It's one of the most annoying sexist criticisms I've ever heard. It is the idea that if a woman succeeds, it's because she's a Mary Sue and it's plot armor, essentially, that she can't be killed. Sadie. Where where was the Bobby Sues from? That's not a male's name. But anyway, the Bobby... Bobby Bob's from the night.
0: 19- like a porno, <laughs> the Bobby Bob's
1: <laughs> from the '90s or '80s or when this first movie came out. Where were those critiques? Because let's face it, that was more egregious than this. Much That's more. just
0: it, though. That's just it. If it's women, we have problems. If it's Arnold, it's art. Like we are really, we've been really talking about making Terminator a slasher, but like we won't do that for the sequel where it's a woman. Is that three? I think it's three. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it's three, because it wasn't two. But, like, I'm sure that those I first two people, like, it's them. a slasher. It's like, cool, let's do that. And now, like, we'll get to third one. It's like, it's not a slasher. It's a sci-fi. It's like, what's different?
1: Gatekeeping is always bullshit, but especially when it's gatekeeping against marginalized groups, it's even more bullshit.
0: Which is most of the gates shutting. Um-
1: <laughs> Truly. But I will say, too, just the word Mary Sue, it's just, like, Because I've heard Naru being described as a Mary Sue and that she was just given so much plot armor. That's why she's the protagonist. That's why she's the survivor, the one that wins in the end, because she's a woman and the writers, directors didn't want blah, 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 blah. It's so woke. It's go, woke, go, go, what? Disney (laughs) with Little Mermaid? fifth largest memorial day opening in history what go woke go right, right. rich
0: but so many <laughs> so many people bought the capacity and was like what about my representation as a redhead and i'm like shut the fuck up um she's a redhead
1: anyway i'm no, gonna punch somebody
0: science say the mermaids wouldn't be black does science say what the mermaids would look like
1: you i mean? want to talk to a scientist someone call up a scientist real quick what's your thoughts on mermaids
0: If you're a scientist who specializes in mermaids, you have a spot on this show. Call us today.
1: (laughs) I need need to talk. (laughs) Because I need to know where the mermaids are because I want to be one. I'm going to do the opposite aerial. I'm going to go into the ocean.
0: First off, I want to know how you ran a scam in the science department so you can major in mermaids. (laughs) Because game recognizes game. Um, (laughs) Two... I want to know how you've built a career doing research on something that don't exist because again, game recognizes game. Um, <laughs> three, what does your work day look like?
1: <laughs> Do you just sit around and watch mermaid entertainment? Like I would be okay with that. I would watch that episode of charm, which turns into a mermaid. I would watch the little mermaid. I'd watch this new little mermaid. I would watch.
0: Maybe he's the one giving the New York Times man the hot tips where to find hot mermaid action. <laughs> and cartoons. <laughs> like-
1: Absolutely. All right, y'all. Well, that is our thoughts on Prey and many, many, many other things. I think we solved the world's problems in this episode. So let us know what your thoughts are. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, we're going to be covering Torn Hearts, and we will be live on Patreon, so subscribe and watch us act a fool.
0: I can't wait. I've never seen it.
1: I, I haven't seen this one. It's the first
0: time watched for me. I saw it in December because I was trying to like zip in all those movies I hadn't seen from last year to make my end of the year list. <laughs> and I was like, this is going to be trash. And I put it I'm like, this is fun. Is this fun? Oh my God, I'm invested. And Ooh, it's one of the times I had to give Blumhouse some compliments. Not too many, but some.
1: There's a couple times I'm like, okay, Blumhouse, I I'm assuming you just stepped out of the way and let this director writer team whatever do their shit. But what Monkey
0: Paw runs through?
1: <laughs> there it is. They're
0: just like, we can co-produce, but you can't be on set. <laughs> I think it's for the best. <laughs> go right.
1: home. Go home, Blumhouse, go home.
0: What's it? You need to go <laughs> home. Um, you need to call Tyrone. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But yeah, so we'll be covering Torn Hearts next week on Fear Street. And thank you all for subscribing. Those that are watching live or watching this after we record it and post it to the Patreon. And thank you for listening on the podcast and for your support here on Fear Street. As always, make sure that you stay fierce out there.
0: Bye.